When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Good evening and welcome to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Tom Hawkamp sitting on the board. My uh, one time a year, we'll get you through the scores locally. A lot of exciting action. Things starting to get really tight as we look ahead towards the playoffs, yes, it is time to talk playoffs, if you hadn't heard yet. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see how some uh, fair, a few teams, now have a chance to peek in. That's always a good sign. A few teams are fading here as of late, and that's going to be tough. Uh, not really holding their own fate in their hands as we come down to the last stretch of the season. We're going to hear from a few of the coaches here tonight. Uh, coming up here just shortly, we'll catch up with uh, Isaac Schaefer from Arweva and see how his uh, night went there as uh, Arweva struggled a little bit, drew a tough opponent out on the road with St. Mary's, uh, one of the number one teams in class uh, eight-man, one, uh, yeah, class eight-man, excuse me. Let's take a quick look at the scores we do have here early on in the night. We're still searching for a few more. Class 3A, District 1, MOC Floyd Valley defeats the Carroll Tigers this evening, 14-0. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper took care of business with Trainer. Underwood took care of business with West Monona. That sets up a district championship battle at the stadium here in Carroll next week between Kemper and Underwood, and it should be a fun one as both teams will come into that matchup undefeated. Also, good news in Class 1A District 8 for our local schools. Esac County picks up the victory over MVAO COU 21-14. Now, if they can get a week, uh, win next week against West Monona, there's a playoff spot waiting for them, so their fate kind of in their own hands going into next week. Class 1A, District 2, South Central Calhoun uh, falls on the road, or excuse me, falls to Woodward Granger 49 to 20. That looks like that's probably going to knock South Central Calhoun to have to travel for the playoffs, uh, as things look now, unless there's a few surprises coming up. Class A, District 8, Lawton Bronson taking on IKM Manning. Lawton Bronson squeaks out a win, 20-13. Westwood Sloan defeats Missouri Valley, 48-16. Woodbury Central and Tri-Center, it took overtime, but it was Woodbury Central winning 36-34. AHSTW defeated Loma tonight, 40 to nothing. In some eight-man District 1 action, St. Mary's from Remsen there defeats R. Weaver 75-0. Newell Fonda downs Glidden-Ralston 62-6. Eight-man District 10 action, West Harrison 35, Ottoman 26. 
Also, uh, Caminita defeats Coon Rapids Baird 68-14, and Exira Elkhorn Kimbleton defeats Booyer Valley 57-7. We're going to try to get you caught up on more of the scores, try to place things how it's going to look as we head in to next week. Like I said, some exciting matchups. Teams going to make the playoffs. Teams maybe going to push themselves out of the playoffs with the way things went today. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 KCIM 95.1 FM and KICK 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luke, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Welcome back to the New A Ford Auto Group Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the Arriva Rockets, Isaac Schaefer. Coach, uh, Rockets did fall tonight to, to Rems and St. Mary's by a score of 75-0. to zero. Um, Obviously, it's a tough task. Uh, tell us a little bit about the game. Yeah, it was, it was a little rough, but you think they had... There's a reason why they're the number one team in the state. But I'm really proud of our guys. Obviously, they didn't give up at all. They could easily just folded during the game, like, oh, they're the number one team in the state, whatever, just give up. Nope. The whole time they were giving all, and I can't be, I'm more, I can't be more proud than that. They did their best here. So they were tough, at least battled hard all the way through. Um, on, on film, you said Remsen looked good um, in all aspects of the game. Was that the case tonight? A little bit. One thing that was good for us, we were pretty good against them on special team. We had multiple returns over 30, 40 yards, which is pretty good. Uh, I mean, we were able to drive the ball down the field somewhat here and there. Just we couldn't finish the drive or something. We didn't fully capitalize, but all in all, it was pretty good. Offensively, how did you try to attack the the Rams and defense? I mean, when they went, when they kind of knew they were in cover two, Kai, obviously, those screens, bubble screens, and all that, tried to just get uh, someone wide open space. Uh, when they were a little more man to man, just a lot of motion tries to try to get them shipped out just enough to cause a hole. But, yeah. I know you talked earlier about, you know, early uh, about taking what the defense uh, gave you. Was there anything that, that they were giving you that you could take a little bit of advantage of? 
I mean, yeah, like like say when they're in cover two, they cover three. I can't. That gives us a ball here pretty pretty uh, a lot of room to you know obviously make the catch and get some open space here. Uh, at times we are doing pretty good with runnings here and there. Just obviously a little they're just a little bigger, a little faster, a little stronger than us. So they got us time here and time there also. So when you were on defense, what were you seeing from their offense? Uh, their offense means just basic. Simple pass plays that kind of got us. You know, they're good. They had great comp- route combinations, which kind of got D backs a little flustered. But when they ran it, our, line, our defense is pretty good, but holding the run and all that. Just some of the pass plays and their route combinations just put our guys in conflict and got some pretty big plays against us. Were you able to get any pressure on them at all, or was, it, was he getting out um, of the time? Dirty? Time there, we've seen blitz here. There, some of them got. But at least add pressure. I mean, they didn't get home, but they added pressure. But again, we were doing playing cover two, and they kind of sat in the right between the zones and got easy passes here and there. Were they long, long pass plays, or just more of uh, the the intermediate passes and just kind of you know methodically going down the field? Um, more on the long pass. I mean, they time here, time there. They may have short pass here, short pass there, and then. Kind of got us in somewhat a lull and over the top, or that short pass. They make that one two break, well, break with some tackles here and there, and took it to the house. But all in all, defense for Holly Unreal did pretty solid against the number one team in the state, I would say. I would say I'm impressed. You know, obviously you would see the score 75 0 and maybe be disappointed, um, but it sounds like uh, you embraced, you know, the opportunity to play a team. You know, like Remsen, and 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 actually maybe you know enjoyed it a little bit. Yep, I mean we did pretty good. Just obviously with weight out, guys had to play new position, take on new roles. So that on top of that, playing the number one team in the state just add more pressure. But they they never thought really to fold down. They just obviously the whole game hammer down and try to give give Remsen some hell. And that's all really you can ask for. Um, looking ahead now next week, uh, Newell Fonda. Uh, what, what's your thoughts there? At least from last year, they they did a pretty good job at running running the ball, having great linemen, and then obviously the play action gets you in that low of run, 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 and play action over the top and having good route combinations. But got to watch film this weekend and try to see what they're doing this year. Health-wise, um, any other injuries tonight, or, or for the most part, everybody get through the game okay? Everyone got the game through game. Actually, bumps and bruises since we're playing a heck of a team. But you know the 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 mood, um, the message. You know, going into this next week, I'll just keep giving hell here. Just obviously, young team go against another ranked top ten team, very seasoned. So just basically executing what we need to execute and improving what we need to improve upon, and just keep building it here. So heading into week eight, um, what are your thoughts, you know, on this team from, you know, the beginning of the season to where they're at now? Uh, big steps. Each game they were finding new ways to obviously get better here. So I really appreciate that, appreciate that with the boys here. They're just finding new ways to obviously time here, time there. They got to take on a new role, and they didn't complain. They just took on a new role and do the best of the abilities, which we can't complain at all about. They're just hardworking young men. I can't wait to see what they get. these younger guys do, are able to do in the future here. Looks like the future is bright for them, you know, and they've obviously already 
grown leaps and bounds. Um, how do you just keep them, you know, energized to get through the rest of the season here? Basically, just keep improving here. Pr- prove everyone that you are, you deserve to play against some of these teams. Again, even having the right to play against the number one team in the state and the new old top ten team in the state, show that, hey, we can compete with these guys. It might, might not be pretty, but we can compete with them. Absolutely. Coach, I want to thank you tonight for your time uh, and wish you, wish you luck the rest of the, the season. Uh, you've been listening to co-head coach of the Arweaver Rockets, Isaac Schaefer. Uh, the Rockets did fall tonight to Remsen, 75-0. You've been listening to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right on. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. You don't farm just for you. There's generations before you and generations to come after. You live up to a legacy as much as you build one for the future to come. That's why the all-new Gleaner S9 Series Combine Blend Technology and know-how gives you the very best in control, comfort, and combine performance. It's the next generation of Gleaner for the next generation of farming. Visit one of our locations in Irwin, Corning, or Pocahontas, or visit us online at robinsoninfluent.com. The all-new S9 Series from Gleaner, built with farmer in mind. It's Friday night. You're tuned into the Scoreboard Show here on Kick 106.7, 93.1 FM and 1380 KCIM. I'm Tom Hawkapp with the help of Drew Derrickson tonight. Quick look at those scores. We're able to update a few more. We'll start in the eight-man District 10. Again, it was Exire Elkhorn Kimbleton over Booyer Valley, 57-7. Cam Anita defeated Coon Rapids Baird, 68-14. We'll hear from Chris Moore here shortly, the head coach of the Crusaders. West Harrison defeats Audubon 35-26. The Wheelers tried to crawl back into that one. Eight-man District 1, Kingsley Pearson 63, River Valley 0. St. Mary's, uh, excuse me, Remsen St. Mary's defeated Arweva 75-0. Newell Fonda over Glidden Ralston 62-6. Class A District 8 action. It was Lawton Bronson squeaking out one over IKM Manning, 20-13. Westwood Sloan defeats Missouri Valley, 48-16. Woodbury Central over Tri-Center, 36-34. AHSTW over Loma, 40-0. Class 1A District 2, we don't have a score for Eagle Grove and Belmont Clemmy yet or South Hamilton, Manson Northwest Webster. But South Central Calhoun fell to Woodward Granger this evening, 49-20. to That was a battle for home field, trying to keep a chance for home field in the playoffs. Looks like South Central Calhoun may be traveling their first round. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper rolled down, took care of business at Trainer, 42-7. to Underwood went over to West Monona and took care of business, 56-0, to set up a district championship match between two undefeated teams next Friday here at the Carroll Athletic Stadium. Hopefully you can make it out for some fun football action that night. 
ESAC also keeps their playoff hopes alive by defeating Maple Valley, Antonoto, Tarter Oak Ute, 21-14. Class 3A District 1, MOC Floyd Valley over Carroll, 14-0. Sioux Center downs Helan, 29-7. Sergeant Bluff Luton over Boyden Hall Rock Valley, 34-12. That's a quick look at our area scores. Coming up, we'll catch up with Chris Moore. Still to come, we'll hear from Coach Rowetter, Coach Steinkamp, also Burks, McCullough, Lynch, McCarville, Case. We've got a lot of shows still ahead. Keep it here. Listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. It's easy to get caught up in the rush of harvesting, but don't forget about safety. Portable grain augers, oversized wagons, and combines could come in contact with overhead power lines, creating an electrocution threat to those on the ground and the operator. Always lower a portable grain auger or elevator before you move it. As a general rule of thumb, keep all objects at least 10 feet away from overhead lines. Take time to think about the job you're doing and plan to harvest safely. A message from your friends at Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson, now joining us head coach of the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders, Chris Moore. Uh, Crusaders did fall at home tonight to Caminita by a score of 68-14. Coach, thanks for joining us tonight. Yep, appreciate it, Drew. Um, 68-14, a um, little a tough one, obviously. Um, what was your initial take on the ball game? Yeah, you know what? Um, Cam's a very good uh, ball club, um, and they came out and got after us. And uh, you know, uh, we had the case of the injury bug. Um, had some guys go down tonight. Uh, really shuffling guys around, uh, trying to you know put some things together, and uh, just couldn't get a rhythm at all all night. Um, so it just made it tough. But uh, again, just super proud of the kids. Um, you know they keep they played all four quarters, uh, continued to work even though things weren't going our way. But uh, just a great effort by the kids. It just uh, you know just didn't happen tonight. Offensively, uh, what were you trying to do to attack them? Uh, you know, we, run game, pass game. We tried both of them. Uh, just eventually got our run game going. Uh, moved Raiden Doty back uh, to our. Uh, just to wildcat formation and just ran it with him and he did it did an awesome job he had uh, 130 yards uh tonight on the ground with one touchdown um so we got that going late um for us um um cal um had to move the quarterback we lost wyatt he got knocked out in the game um so cal had a nice pass to uh, to lance clayberg uh, for 38 yards for a touchdown, uh, that got our first score. Um, but uh, you know we just couldn't put anything together uh, consistently all night. So Lance was back this week. Uh, how is he feeling? Uh, actually, we didn't pull him. Uh, we tried playing him, and his leg was still bothering him. Um, you know, and like I said, we lost lost Wyatt. Uh, took a hard hit tonight. 
Um, hopefully, maybe we'll have them next week. I don't know for sure. Um, you know, and we're just shuffling guys around. Uh, Quentin, Col- or not Quentin, but uh, Colby Colbertson, he tried playing tonight. He's got a bum wrist, uh, shoulder. Um, you know, you can't fault the effort of the kids. You know, they, they tried it. They, they, you know, tried making it happen and just doesn't wa- just wasn't in our, our deck of cards tonight. Defensively, what did you see uh, when Cam had the football? Uh, just a heavy run team. Um, they really pounded at us. Um, you know, uh, Cal Hayden had a great night, night on defense again for us. Uh, Omarion Floyd uh, did great. Uh, Jacob Strada, Tyler Moore on the defensive line, Raiden Doty on the defensive line. Those guys played well tonight for us. Special teams-wise, how did that, that phase of the game play out for you? I uh, really struggled there. They... Uh, the kicker did an awesome job of uh, just kicking the ball really high and it hung up there, and we ended up having to field the ball uh, a couple times on the five-yard line, and and uh, you know we didn't stick with our our blocks long enough, um, and they were to slip off, so they really had us pinned to deep on field position. But uh, when he, you know, when we got a, a good play, uh, a good kick return, uh, Amarion did a good job, and you know and the guy stuck with the blocks. We we did have some bright spots there. But, um, but it, again, it was a struggle. Looking ahead next week, uh, go to Xyra. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking uh, forward to that, to the next game here? You know, um, we had senior parents night here. Uh, there will be our three seniors last game down there. Um, you know, talk to the kids tonight, just, you know, playing for self-pride, you know, um, you know, for themselves and and uh, you know their family and the community. You know, the, you know, um, you know the opportunity to go four and four is there for us tomorrow or next Friday night. Uh, you know, that's what we're playing on. Going out five hundred, um, and um, you know, just leave a good taste in everyone's mouth. So this next week of practice, what what are there a couple areas you'd like to see your team really improve on this time? You know, we just got to come back and practice hard. You know, we can't hang our head. Um, you know, we got to continue, like I said, always get better. Uh, got to have a great attitude. Um, and the kids, you know, just got to be ready to work. You know, we got a JV game yet here on Monday. Um, expect good things from those guys on Monday. And then, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday um, you know, is the only practice we have this week. And we got to make the most of them and uh, be ready to go Friday night. So I know you're banged up a little bit. Any chance any any of those players are back for next Friday? Uh, I'll have to do a lot of praying, I think, to make that happen. Uh, I hope so, uh, for their sake. You know, Lance is a senior. Um, you know, but uh, there's more than you know. Friday night football. They got the rest of their life ahead of them. So you know, if we have them, that'll be awesome. If we don't, we'll have to adjust and. Uh, you know, they'll give someone else the opportunity, and and hopefully they rise to the occasion. You talked about your three seniors. What have they meant to your program, Coach? Uh, you know, just great individuals. Uh, that, uh, Lance Clayberg, uh, Raiden Doty, and Jacob Strada. Uh, Jacob and and uh, Lance. You know, they they have been out all four years and and contributed a lot for us. Raiden, you know, biggest regret of his life. He says tonight after we had our senior walk, he's not going out as a freshman and sophomore year. And uh, you know, he's really developed into a really nice player for us and uh you know yeah those two years did hurt him a little bit because 
Um, he's done awesome. But uh, we're glad to have him. And uh, just, you know, they're great kids, great leaders. And, uh, you know, they'll be missed next year, that's for sure. Absolutely, Coach. Great great young men on and off the field. Uh, I want to thank you tonight for your time. Wish you uh, best of luck next week. Uh, you've been listening to head coach of the Coon Rapids Barrett Crusaders, Chris Moore. Any final thoughts, Coach? No, I appreciate the coverage. And, uh, again, uh, proud of the kids' effort. I know the scoreboard didn't show that. that and um, and uh, I guess just go CRB. You've been listening to the New A Auto Group scoreboard show. I'm Drew Derrickson. It's the original, and it's still the biggest in the state of Iowa. It's the Carroll Broadcasting Dracula Drive. It's Friday, October 28th at the Carrollton Center, and appointments range from 9 to 2 p.m. We're grateful that so many listeners have made their very first blood donations at our Dracula Drive. So whether you're a regular blood donor or a first-timer, your blood donation will make a difference to someone locally. Go to LifeServeBloodCenter.org to reserve a donation time, or call us at 792-4321, and we'll reserve your spot for you. Let's show the state of Iowa again how a blood drive is done. Get your appointments for the original Dracula Drive with the LifeServe Blood Center, KCIM, KKRL, and KIKD. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for the scoreboard show. Running till midnight, we'll catch up with local coaches throughout the evening. Uh, still to come, we'll visit with uh, Coach Case, also uh, Kemper Coach Ryan Steinkamp, and Carol. Tiger coach uh, Craig Rowetter, that's still to come here shortly. So keep your uh, radios tuned right here to 1380 KCIM 95.1 FM along with Kick 1067. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm Tom Hawkamp on board for this evening. Again, a quick look at those district scores. Uh, MOC Floyd Valley shuts out Carroll tonight 14 to 0. Sioux Center defeats Helan 29 to 7. Sergeant Bluff Luton over Boyden Hall Rock Valley, 34 to 12. So Carroll kind of on the outside looking in right now, but they've got a chance to work their way back in. As right now in conference, or excuse me, district play, MOC Floyd Valley, Sioux Center, Helan, and Sergeant Bluff Luton all have one loss. The Tigers sitting there with two losses. The Tigers will play Sioux Center here next week. So that's a chance for them to add a loss to that column. And then they get uh, Sergeant Bluff Luton in Week 9, another chance to add a loss there to help move back up in the district. But it's really win-or-done type of a time for the Tigers or things really get tight and they won't be able to rely on themselves to get themselves into the playoffs. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper over Trainer, 42-7. MVA, or excuse me, ESAC defeats MVAO, COU, 21-14. So ESAC's hopes for uh, playoff berth stays alive. They travel to West Venona next week. Underwood 
uh, defeats West Monona 56-0. It'll be Underwood and Kemper next Friday night for the district championship. Woodward Granger defeated South Central Calhoun, still waiting for scores from South Hamilton and Manson Northwest Webster, Eagle Grove, and Belmont Clemmy. Class A District 8, Lawton Bronson defeats IKM Manning 20-13. Westwood Sloan over Missouri Valley 48-16. It took overtime, but Woodbury Central squeaked by Tri-Center 36-34. AHSTW over Loma 40-0. Eight-man District 1 actions, Remsen St. Mary's over Arweva 75-0. Newell Fonda defeats Glidden Ralston 62-6. Kingsley Pearson downs River Valley 63-0 and still waiting for a final on that Woodbine Siouxland Christian game. District 10 eight-man action, West Harrison 35, Audubon 26, Caminita defeats Coon Rapids Baird 68-14, just like we heard from Coach Moore. And Exira downs Booyer Valley 57-7. That's the local districts. A uh, couple scores out there, uh, interesting ones. Of course, uh, Harlan took on ADM. That was a battle of number two and three on a couple of pools. It might even have had ADM at number one. Harlan had a pretty solid spot there at three after they stumbled with Lewis Central. But uh, Harlan defeats ADM 42-7 to this evening. We're going to step away, come back. We'll catch up with the head coach of the South Central Calhoun Titans and... Uh, Nick Brinks, you're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Working in home care can be one of the most fulfilling jobs you can have. But just like any job, it's about how the employees are treated that makes the job appealing. Sarah is the office manager with Home Care Options and talks about the company values when it comes to things like family and work balance. My job is ensuring that our staff have a quality work environment and have a quality schedule. I mean, that's really important to us is that our staff have a life outside of work. Home Care Options also values each employee. Another word I think of as family. Like we are a family business and we believe that our staff are family and so we treat them the way we want to be treated at any job. And the goal at Home Care Options is to provide excellent service. There's lots of people who provide services but we wanted to make sure we're doing it to the best of our ability and we weren't going to take on anything we can't do to the best of our ability. If you're interested in having an impact on the lives of those in need, contact Kristen at Home Care Options today. 792-0322. Home Care Options. Custom care for your loved ones. If current events are important to you and you have an understanding and interest in local issues and events, along with good writing and communication skills, we have an excellent opportunity for you with Carol Broadcasting. Hi, this is John Ryan. If you have the commitment to finding out what's going on locally, you will excel in this position. Carol Broadcasting will provide you all the training you need to be on air. You'll meet and deal with local leaders in the area of city government, schools, businesses, and a lot more. To find out more about the duties and responsibilities of the assistant news director position, go to carolbroadcasting.com and click on careers under the community tab. To apply, simply email your resume to john at carolbroadcasting.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Carol Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer. South Central Calhoun head coach Brian Case joins us now on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. And coach, you look at the final score tonight, 49-20 with Woodward Granger getting the win, but definitely seemed like there were chances in this game where 
this could have been a completely different ball game if this play goes this way, this play goes that way. It was 20-14 to 14 at one point early in the second quarter. There were some missed opportunities in there. There were some uh, big plays on both sides. There was a big punt block that they got that they were able to get back-to-back touchdown drives. There were just all kinds of things tonight. Even at the half, down by two scores, you knew you were going to get the ball back in the third quarter. Good field position right at the end of the second quarter. So with all that said, I'll, uh, I'll ask you about the game. With the, uh, with the outcome, obviously, what we know, what, 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 different, or what difference could there have been if you, know, you get one of those plays? Or how frustrating of a game is it when that's the case, where there's so many coulda, woulda, shoulda, and the scoreboard looks completely different? Yeah, Nick, um, to be honest with you, over the four games that we've lost this year, it's the same exact scenario you've been talking about. Uh, we've had some different opportunities and so forth to kind of tighten the score up or maybe even take a lead here and there. Uh, and we just don't make good on those opportunities for whatever reason it may be. Um, and then all of a sudden, something bad happens again. Everything snowballs. Uh, it just seems like our demeanor just kind of goes in the tank. And, and like I said, and, and then it's one thing right after the other. And uh, um, it just gets bad. It, it looks bad that way. So, you know, I'll go back to what you were talking about with just some missed opportunities as well. You know, even though that uh, uh, Woodward Granger had scored tonight for their second score, uh, we had to end up putting the ball. They blocked it and they scored again. Even though that that scenario happened, we came right back. We scored uh, an, a nice little run by uh, Dominic Kistler up the middle uh, to put it to 20 to 14 at that point. Uh, their next series, uh, we took the ball away from them. They, they fumbled it. We got it back. We had another great opportunity just to go in uh, before the half. I think there was about two minutes to go in the half that way, and we could have been up 21 to 20. You know, we missed an opportunity where we had somebody in the flat, um, didn't make a play there. Um, but that stuff happens. But the kicker to that whole scenario is not only do we not score and go up 21 to 20, they come right down the field and they score right before the half to make it 28 to 14. Um, those are the little things that, you know, good football teams, I mean, they take advantage of those, those opportunities that are, that are presented to them. Uh, and this year, uh, we just have not capitalized on, on those opportunities. Um, we've shot ourselves in the foot plenty, uh, whether it's by penalty, whether it's by turnover, whatever it may be. Um, but that's the nature of the beast. That's the way the, the, the game goes. And, uh, you know, you got to credit uh, your opponents as well. Uh, we play some really quality opponents. Uh, they've been very physical with us tonight. Not so much uh, the physicality of the football game, but I thought that that Woodward Granger was very well schooled. The receivers were wide open. Uh, a lot of the times, running good routes. The quarterback has a nice arm. He does a nice job of delivering on time. Uh, their offensive line did a great job of protecting. We didn't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So you can't take anything away from the opponents that we're facing either. Uh, we're facing some pretty good opponents out there, and congratulations to, to Woodward Granger tonight. I thought one other key element of this game, in those situations where it looked like you guys were a play or two away from taking the lead or getting back within a possession, it seemed like Ollie Potter, their number 25 linebacker, just blew plays up. Bata was running for his life all night, offensive line struggles. He, uh, there were, I think in that second quarter especially is when he really started to make a difference, which hurt you guys, put you guys in good field position all the way back to third and fourth down and long. 
So talk about that and, you know, maybe some of the line struggles, and then we'll kind of go through the game and some of the scoring plays that you guys did have. Yeah, Nick, we've had some struggles this year. I mean, that's no secret. I mean, as far as uh, running the ball, and, you know, I think we're averaging about 80 yards a game rushing, and, and that's not what we're known for. We're averaging you know, over the last 20-some years, I think we, we averaged about 250 yards a game running the ball. Um, so everybody knows, I mean, everything starts up front, uh, offensively, defensively, wherever it may be. Uh, we've tried to throw some different things uh, at our kids uh, this year. Uh, and you tried to help out a little bit, try to work on angles, all that kind of stuff. Um, and sometimes you just have seasons that you have to go through the, the, the pain. And right now that's, that's where we're at as far as pass protection and so forth. When they're sending so much pressure, especially when we're in spread, uh, it's a matter of getting the ball out of your hands pretty quick. you got to recognize the field. you got to see the field. Uh, and you got to have the quick hits, and you just got to get it out of your hand. It's it's all about timing. Um, and if we hold on to it uh, too long, obviously, uh, we're going to have some, some negative plays. We're going to have some sacks and so forth. Uh, instead of getting rid of the football, I think that's kind of what's happening tonight. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been frustrating, Nick. It really has been. Um, but, you know, like, like I told the kids, I said, you know, even though the, the score is not uh, the way we wanted it tonight and, and some of the things that are happening in our season are not going the way we want them to, uh, it's not a reflection of them as a person uh, as well. Um, so we just kind of keep plugging away, um, you know, one play at a time, one day at a time. Uh, just keep uh, playing for each other. And, and you know, hopefully you know, we've got a couple games left here that we know that we're going to play. Um, so we just got to keep, uh, you know, keep positive uh, on this whole thing. Um, keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and see what happens. Let's talk about the first quarter a little bit. They drive down the field on their opening series and they score. They had a big play in there, I think a big pass play that uh, set them up down the field, block the extra point, and then you guys go down and march down the field. Kistler gets a nice catch for you guys. Uh, you do a little razzle-dazzle, and oh, he's open, uh, gets you guys inside the red zone, and then I believe it was Natris who put you guys in the end zone. Extra point was good. So at that point, from the block to the next series, you guys are up 7-6, to six, probably feeling pretty good at that point. I know defensively, you know, you allowed the big drive, but at that point, 7-6, that was the score at the end of the first quarter. Uh, what was the demeanor like? What was the discussion like on the sideline there? Yeah, we felt pretty good. You know, there was an also opportunity in that first drive where we thought, you know, we had them pinned inside the 20-yard line on the very first kickoff. Uh, it was third and seven, and all of a sudden we, we let them out of the red zone that way. So and those are the things, again, that are just frustrating. You just got to bear down and you got to take care of business that way. So you, in our minds, and we really shouldn't have given up the six points that we gave up, um, but it happened. So, but credit our kids again. We came back and we ran a, you know, like I said, a double reverse pass, and um, Dom happened to be wide open with that and made a great catch on it. And we went down and we scored. So obviously, I mean, any time that somebody scores against you, you want to answer a score with a score, right? So yeah, that's what our kids did, and that was a great response by our kids. Uh, and yeah, we were feeling pretty good about ourselves that way, and we just wanted to go out and we wanted to get another stop. Um, it didn't happen, but uh, yeah, that's just that's that's what you try to do, though. I mean, somebody scores and you answer score with a score. Going into the second quarter, it looks like you know maybe it'll be a, a game where a, a, an offense gets a score and then the defense makes a nice stop on the next drive. Just the two touchdowns, one for each team in that first quarter. Then the second quarter, uh, we get four touchdowns on the board. They get three. You guys get one. And I mentioned it earlier, but they get a rushing touchdown and then a couple sacks and then a blocked punt, get the ball right back at the five-yard line one play later, and they've, they've basically got you know 12 to 14 points in a period of two or three minutes, and that's tough for a team to take sometimes. But 
you talked about it. You guys answered. You came right back down the field, and you got right back to that 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 T format, full house T. And Kistler, uh, the the best play the offensive line made all night. They they created a seam, and he took it to the house for 39 yards. So at that point, you guys already showed that even with a little adversity, with the block punt and uh, the offensive line struggles, you're right back in it. You're back within six. And then I know we've talked about some missed mm-hmm. opportunities from there. Uh, 20 to 14, then becomes 28, 14 going into halftime. You guys get the ball back to start the second half, driving down the field a little bit, and I think maybe uh, offensive line and sacks become a concern again. Um, so talk about the halftime discussion, and then we'll talk about the second half. And the third quarter seems like that's kind of where you mentioned it. The dominoes start to fall against you guys, and they start uh, putting points up in bunches. Yeah, Nick, um, you, you, you're talking about um, character really, with our kids. Um, you get down two scores, and, and that's one of the things that I talked about at the beginning of the game here. It, it wasn't about the X's and O's tonight. It was about our character and how we were going to handle adversity. Um, and, and I thought that our kids did that, to be honest with you. I mean, you, you mentioned about it. We get down by two scores. We did come back down, and we scored again. You know, we took the ball away from them and had another opportunity. Um, that's character. I mean, that's your integrity. That's, that's, that's you know, you know you're hitting that, uh, that adversity, hitting you in the face, and you're just going through it. Um, that's what we saw from our kids, and that's what we wanted to see from our kids. Now, the downside of that is after you know we, we had a missed opportunity, they came right down the field and they scored right before the half. Um, that's a heartbreaker. You know, you, you come back in at halftime and so forth, and it, ne- it wasn't necessarily about the X's and O's again. It's about you know, you know going through that adversity. So we came out in the second half. We knew we were going to get the ball in the second half. Uh, and, again, we, we were driving the ball. Uh, I think we got down inside the 30-yard line. And all of a sudden, we started going backwards again. You know, we ended up getting the first down, but then all of a sudden, we had a holding penalty. You know, it's just it's those little things that, that just add up, right? Um, so then you talk, start talking about the snowball effect. So instead of going down and scoring again, uh, putting it within a one-possession game, you're still within two possessions again. You know, I think it was two plays later, and they threw one over the top, and they, and they go in and score right away again. So credit Woodward Granger again. They, they made the stop when they needed to make the stop, but then they capitalized when they needed to capitalize. And uh, from that point forward, it was it was tough. It's tough on our team uh, through and through. Um, tough for our seniors, obviously, to go out the way they did, but uh, um, we never quit. Uh, they, they, the kids wanted to play. Uh, the seniors wanted to get out there. A, a couple of drives, they, they got out there. Uh, we have 11 seniors, and they all got out there together. Um, Feel bad for Hunter Winker, uh, number 75. Um, you know, you, you see the, the pink out tonight. Uh, his mother uh, died from breast cancer. So you, you know, you start talking about that kind of stuff. Um, that kind of stuff is a lot bigger than the game itself. So you want to start playing for each other and for those for those reasons, for those purposes. So, uh, like I said, our kids never quit. Um, it just didn't happen the way we wanted it to happen tonight. Coming up next week, you get to face a Belmont Clemmy team that has struggled all season. Uh, haven't seen their game tonight, but they came into tonight's contest winless. So you guys should have a chance to hopefully maybe build some confidence with a nice win next week. You know you'll make the playoffs with top four making uh, the postseason. You guys weren't able to earn the home game tonight, but at that point, you just know, all right, fallback plan, we'll play somewhere. And uh, you have next week to uh, to right the ship, put a couple of these losses, get that bad taste out of your mouth. What are you hoping to to accomplish here in the next seven days before that game and then ultimately um, before that first-round playoff matchup? Well, hopefully we get back to executing uh, the way we're supposed to execute. Um, you know, we have some, uh, some times where I, I think that 
kids overthink things. Um, our communication might not be the, the greatest, so we need to go back to the drawing board that way and just make sure our kids are all on the same page. You know, you get into week eight and it shouldn't be that way, um, but it is right now. So um, we got to make sure that we just come together and we, we execute offensively, defensively through special teams and everybody just knows their assignments, knows their alignments, knows uh, what they're supposed to be looking at, you know, great eye discipline, just all those little things that we've been talking about all year and, um, you know, really hit hard on the fundamentals of the game again. Um, and like you said, you know, hopefully we write the ship. You know, we're going to have a, a nice long road trip over to Belmont. Uh, like you said, I mean, coming in tonight, they, they were winless. Uh, we knew that. Uh, no matter what happens next week, I mean, we know that we're still going to be in the postseason. Uh, but we know we're going to travel. So we do want to go over there. We want to build a little bit of confidence heading into the postseason. And then, for, you know, once you get into the postseason, anything can happen. So, you know, hopefully things start clicking for us and we just kind of, you know, all come out on the same page. Um, and hopefully we'll make a, a great, uh, you know, great attempt, I guess, when we get into the playoffs and uh, uh, keep this thing moving. Coach, I appreciate your time. Best of luck next week. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate your time. That's Brian Case, head coach of the South Central Calhoun Titans. They fall at home tonight 49-20 to Woodward Granger. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. You're tuned in to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Tom Hawkamp, helping you through it here this evening with the help of Drew Derrickson. Also, you hear Nick Brinks, Tyler Bruner coming up, and Jeff Blankman also coming up. Uh, we've got uh, Coach Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers due up next. Right behind him will be the Kemper Knights coach, Ryan Steinkamp. So stay tuned for that as we take a look at those scores again, give everybody an update Eight-man District 10, it was West Harrison over Audubon, 35-26. Caminita Downs, Coon Rapids, Baird, 68-14. Exira Elkhorn-Kimbleton takes care of Booyer Valley, 57-7. In District 1 action, eight-man Remsen St. Mary's rolls over Arweva, 75-0. Kingsley Pearson defeats River Valley, 63-0. Newell Fonda downs Glidden Ralston, 62-6. Class A, District 8, our local school there. IKM Manning falls to Lawton Bronson, 20-13. Westwood Sloan defeats Missouri Valley, 48-16. In an overtime thriller, Woodbury Central defeats Tri-Center, 36-34. And AHSTW defeats Loma, 40-0. Class 1A, District 2 action. South Central Calhoun, as we just heard from Nick Brinks, falls to Woodward Granger, 49-20. to uh, The other two games in that district we have not gotten updated scores on. 
Class 1A District 8 Kemper takes care of business at Trainer this evening, 42 to 7. Underwood rolls over West Monona, 56-0, and East Sack picks up the victory tonight at MVAOCOU, 21 to 14. Class 3A District 1 MOC Floyd Valley defeats Carroll, 14 to 0. Sioux Center downs Helan, 29 to 7. And Sergeant Bluff Luton defeats Boyden Hall Rock Valley 34 to 12. Also in high school football action, the Nebraska Cornhuskers beat Rutgers 14 to 13. So Jeff Blankman can be happy this evening as he goes to bed with the Huskers picking up a victory. We'll step away here from the great sponsors to bring you the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Coming up, we'll hear from Craig Rowetter and Jeff Blankman. With Harvest now in full swing, you've got some steering wheel time and have probably started thinking about what equipment your farm needs in 2023. Olson's Outdoor Power has what you need. Utility vehicles like the Polaris Ranger and Can-Am Defender for picking up rocks in the field, shuttling equipment, or driving down to the pasture. Wilson Livestock Trailers. Air-equipped headgates, chutes, alleys, and tubs for working cattle. H&H Trailers for moving your skid loader or cleaning up brush piles. Chainsaws from steel and echo to make those brush piles and commercial-grade mowers from Dixie Chopper and Xmark to keep those bin sites and hog buildings looking great. No matter what you're looking for, when you finally crawl out of the cab of your combine, tractor, or semi this fall, stop in and see us. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop with locations in Atlantic and Carroll. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Anyway, Auto Group scoreboard show for you tonight. Here, Jeff Blankman talking right now with Carroll Tiger head football coach Craig Rowetter as they fall to MOC Floyd Valley, 14 to nothing. Tigers now sitting one and two in the district. MOC Floyd Valley will move to two and one. Coach, tough one here tonight. Appreciate you giving us some time. Had a lot of chances in this one. Things just didn't go your guys' way at times. Yeah, uh, you bet. Thanks for thanks for covering us. And no, it was uh, it was a battle, a physical battle, mm-hmm. you know, all night and. Um, hats off to MOC. They're, they're they're fast and physical. You guys came out, uh, ended up having to move the ball. You turned it over on downs. Three possessions in the first half for you guys. All turnover on downs. One of them, the second one, down at the two-yard line. Came out in that wishbone formation. What did you see? Thought it was working pretty well early in in those early drives. Yeah, we want to. You know, we saw them on film that how quick they were. So we thought, you know, put it in a phone booth and try to try to out physical them and and they you know credit to them again they were they were as physical as they were fast but we had it did work you know it it did it was working right um you that first drive we kind of i think marched it down till the 30 or so and um you know just kind of fizzled out on that one and then they did get the score and then we were able to march it back down to them and like you said got down to the five yard line and we were one step away, you know, after looking at it on on our replay thing, yeah. that 
the the call was there, and Jack. We just needed one more step out of our tackle, and and Jack could have slid by there for the the what well, would have probably been the tying touchdown. But again, uh, you know, they were they were fast, especially that linebacker spot, and it made it tough. Uh, you know, they read the guards really well, so anytime we were pulling, they they almost beat us to the spot. Coach, I hate to bring this one up, but Terry Kaspar said he was talking to you this week when you guys played these guys last year. Had five trips uh, inside the red zone, no touchdowns. Kind of a similar thing, maybe not into the red zone, but into their territory almost every time tonight, and no points out of out of it. That's I hate to bring it up, but got to be frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, a little bit of deja vu, yes. you know. And um, but yeah, no, that was. Uh, it seems like they always have. You know those interior guys. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't get the the backside cut cut off. A lot of it was catching us from the backside, right. um, which we haven't really seen a that this year. Or teams that have been able to do that to us this year. So that's definitely something we'll have to account for. The thing that caught me off guard is is I talked to you guys. I thought you guys defended their screens extremely well, and they had to go away from them eventually. But I didn't see the Mosdem kid. He had two catches coming into tonight. Um, hadn't run the ball a whole lot, and he seemed like the featured guy in their offense tonight, and was pretty impressive. He had good speed. Yeah, I think the Klein kid uh, was banged up okay. for him, so he only played. It looked like he played defense. Um, so yeah, I we I mean we knew he was their next back in, but. Um, yeah, the one, the one, the one catch he had over the middle. I'll have to look at that on film again because it sure looked like Peyton Wardell had a a pick. But he intercepted it. Yeah. yeah, and also that kid comes down with I'm like, where the heck did he come from? But yeah, and, and he's just a freshman, so that was impressive out of him. Not a lot of offense for them, but just enough. How were they able to to move the ball on you guys on that touchdown drive, especially? Yeah, they just kind of keep it about. They you know they tried hitting us with the option, mm-hmm. um, and then we we did we made one adjustment. Um, which after they scored, you know, then that we kind of we just adjusted who we were taking, and um, Coach Noggle made that quick switch, and that kind of shut down their option game. So, that, um, you know, that that was the defense. I thought I was I was happy with the defense yep. all night long. They were that was a pretty good offense, and you know, yep. we didn't do our defense any any favors by putting any points up, but to just uh, limit them to one score a half, a half, that was pretty good. Down 7 nothing at halftime. What did you tell the guys at halftime? Any adjustments besides maybe the little bit of stuff against the option? Yeah, we just wanted to, off, offensively, you know, we made a couple adjustments for the outside edge blocking, and then uh, would wanted to come back out in the wishbone, and again, just kind of keep it ugly and um, you know, smash it down in, but, which did work there in the third, but then once you get fall down that two scores we're mm-hmm. not um you know we're not at least this year we're not really built to uh come back from multiple scores down very fast anyway it's kind of out of, out of our wheelhouse so we uh you know that that just puts us behind the eight ball when they know we have to throw what did you see from your past game when you had to kind of spread things out and go to that um well we got to do a little better pass protection for jack there and uh but we got guys that can run you know trey hunter is tough on the outside. Great um, catches tonight. Yeah, he, he he stepped up tonight, and uh, Peyton Wardell had some. And we, I thought we missed Evan Hammer a couple times, maybe yep. on the backside. Um, and then, of course, getting Reese out of the backfield. You know, I think if we had, uh, you know, ifs and buts, but it, you know, you had a couple more seconds. He, him wheeling out there, he, he was. He would have. Yeah, he could have maybe done some damage there. 
Coach, uh, defensively, you mentioned how well they played. Took two touchdowns away from them early in the third quarter. Uh, at least going to be down at the five. Nice trip on that, and then a good job by Chase Regaller to squeeze that one in after coming up with it. Their next possession, Trey Hunter did a great job of kind of sitting out in center field and making a great beat on that play and coming up with, with the interception. How did you guys ad adapt when they started to throw the ball, and what adjustments did you guys make to be able to come up with those turnovers? Uh, we just had to, you know, again, we worked a lot of the coverage stuff. Um, after I did, wasn't happy with it, um, mm -hmm. you know, a week ago at Healing, so that, that was good to see outside of one um, kind of slant that we gave I think on that strip that you yeah. were yeah. that you were saying you know I, I went from the oh, what, you know yeah. I was like, all right good job <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that you know that's we just we were comfortable I think in our in our stack defense you know as far as covering uh what routes that they were that they were bringing out and like I said even that one where I think they tried running the running back, kind of what we do, you know, down the right. middle, we were we were right there and just yep. got through our fingers. So, um, no, defense got some turnovers tonight, and like I said, we just uh, couldn't capitalize offensively. The one turnover tonight for you guys turns in to, to setting up their second touchdown to put them up 14 to nothing. Um, what did you guys see on that one? Yeah, we just pressed a little bit too much. You know, we were kind of backed up, and then um, – it was third and long, and Jack was just trying to get it to the. You know, we told the receivers get to the sticks, right? Uh, and they just did a nice job in their zone coverage and steps in front of it. Um, I do think we could have. Again, we sprinted out that side, so the backside hammer. I think that that was one where I think he was open on the backside, but it's with guys breathing down your neck and you know run, rolling opposite. It's it's tough to hit that. So who sent her on the road next week. I don't know how they've done tonight. They were playing Heelan at the time we're talking. I haven't seen a score update yet, but uh, what are you thinking with that matchup? Yeah, it's, you know, they were, they uh, handed it to us last year, and I, I'll have to look back. I didn't think they graduated a whole lot, but they haven't really had a, uh, the season I anticipated that they would be. Uh, but we know, again, you're going to get another physical, uh, fast and physical team from Northwest Iowa. We get the short two and a half hour uh john <laughs> up there yeah so uh but you know the, our, our guys know what's at stake and it's kind of win or go home um from here on out so we'll we'll have them prepared and we'll be ready to ready to battle well coach appreciate you joining us here for the new way Auto group scoreboard show uh enjoy the evening if you can we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning on the mc country cafe coaching show you bet jeff again appreciate all the coverage and go tigers head coach craig rowetter again with the carroll tigers again they fall here tonight to moc floyd valley by a final of 14 to nothing the Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday is 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sunday is open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. When you buy from a local business, like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. going on right now at Pringer's Slumberland Matt. What's on sale? Currently, we've got the Ryle Sofa on sale for $3.99, the Bladewood Recliner for only $2.99, 
If you're in the market for a bedroom set, we've got the Laguna Queen Metal Bed for only $419. Or if you're in the market for some bunk beds, we've got a set for only $319. Some great savings going on with these hot buys right now at Pringer Slumberland. Remember, they can help with financing, too. Pringer Slumberland, 1318 Highway 30 West in Carroll. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol. You're tuned into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 KCIM 95.1 FM and Kick 106.7. Glad to have you with us this evening as we start hour number two. Coming up, we'll catch up with the Kepper Knights head coach Ryan Steinkamp after a convincing win down at Trainer. Here's a quick look at the... Scores again around the districts locally. MOC Floyd Valley defeats Carroll 14-0. Sioux Center over Heelan 29-7. And Sergeant Bluff Luton defeats Boyden Hole Rock Valley 34-12. Class 1A District 8 Kemper defeats Trainer 42-7. We'll hear all about that coming up here shortly. Underwood downs West Monona 56-0. That'll set up a District 8 championship battle between Kemper and Underwood here at the Carroll Athletic Field next Friday night. So if you're free, you might want to head out for a good one. ESAC keeps their playoff hopes alive by picking up a victory over MVAOCOU. Class 1A District 2, Woodward Granger and South Central Calhoun battling to try to have home field advantage to start the playoffs, and Woodward Granger gets the 49-20 victory. Class A District 8, Lawton Bronson able to defeat IKM Manning tonight 20-13. Westwood Sloan over Missouri Valley 48-16. Woodbury Central defeats Tri-Center 36-34, and it was AHSTW 40, Loma 0. Eight-man action, District 1, Remsen St. Mary's defeats Arweva, 75-0. Kingsley Pearson over River Valley, 63-0. New Old Fonda defeats Glidden Ralston, 62-6. District 10 action, West Harrison over Audubon, 35-26. Caminita downs Coon Rapids Baird, 68-14. And Exira Elkhorn Kimbleton over Booyer Valley, 57-7. Coming up, we'll hear... From uh, Tyler Bruner and Coach Ryan Steinkamp of the Kemper Knights, still to come, we've got Sean Burks. Eric McCullough will talk to us about his win. Craig Glench and Corey McCarville. So a lot still to come on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 KCIM 95.1 FM and Kick 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. New Way Auto Group, home of warranty 
Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Join our healthcare team and thrive in a rewarding career and positive team environment at Manning Regional Healthcare Center. We are currently hiring for a laboratory director and offering a $10,000 sign-on bonus. This role will manage daily operations of the lab and ensure the delivery of safe, high-quality, cost-effective services consistent with the needs of the hospital. For more information, call 712-655-2072. To apply, visit www.mrhcia.com careers. I want to welcome you back here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on Kick 106.7, now joined by a victorious Ryan Steinkamp and the Kepper Knights. Final score, 42-7. to uh, Coach, slow start for both offenses here tonight, but man, you guys got on a roll from the end of that first quarter onwards. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, we played well to start the game too. It was just, you know, we had a little bit of the yips there for a little bit. The ball, that ball was greased up because both teams put on the ground, and I don't know if it's just the, the, the cool atmosphere or whatever it was. But you know, we, we took much better care throughout the game too, and we were able to capitalize. And it, it was great to see the kids uh, bounce back from that. Talk to me about you know just the start of this game. I mean, they don't have their starting quarterback coming into the tonight. You know, maybe there's just some thoughts of hey, you know, they're not going to have their guy. They might be off balance. But trainer really kind of came out and punched you guys in the mouth a little bit, and then you guys kind of responded with more punches back. Coming into the night, what was sort of what was their sort of offensive look without their starting quarterback? Um, you know, they definitely went more of like having a zone read game, and you know, they have a very good receiver number two. We knew they'd try and take shots with him <laughs> as they saw it, as they saw it at the end there. But uh, you know, o- overall, you know, our kids are just locked in. They play they play well on defense. I was really proud of them. I was going to say they really took the Moss kid out of just out of whack. I mean, your D line was doing well. Your linebackers were coming down, crushing down into the gaps, and not really allowing anything. So the battle in the trenches, I think, was really won by you guys. Yeah, no, they we, they, they played physical too. Our, our line of linebackers, you know, we had a good game plan and they, they executed really well too. So I thought, you know, we tackled well. I mean, give a few run plays here or there, but overall was um, saw a lot of success there. Offensively, you guys started to really roll after that touch, some of those touchdown passes later on. Trevor Rowell comes away with two. You get a pick six from John Bass. I mean, just on all records, they were, you guys were just firing in all cylinders. Yeah, I mean, I, I said, I'm really proud of our kids for, you know, the mistakes we made and had. Like, they, they were coachable too, you know. We were on them a little bit on some things, and they, they responded well too. And you know, to have a, a good season, a good teams, you know, you got to be able to do that too. So, really proud of them for that. Doug and myself were kind of looking at Trainer in that third quarter. They seemed very frustrated. Things were going their way. So, talk to me about that second half. What were you trying to take away from that Trainer team that were just looked a little bit frustrated? Um, you know, they, we saw them. They made a couple of halftime adjustments too, and then we adjusted right after that as well too. And that, that's kind of that comes the kids communicating. You know, the coaches see on the sideline. So, I know they got us in a couple of plays on that option, and they they blocked it differently. And then we just talked to the kids, boom, made adjustment, and you know they they took care of it from there. Talking about Trainer as well. I mean, they were getting some nice plays down in the trenches, but you guys 
guys who are just able to not really establish the run game as much as you wanted to, but that pass game was just opened up for you guys. Yeah, you know, they, 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 they're, really, they're, really packing the, they're really packing the box. So, they, yeah, the guys, you know, we took what was there. You know, that's one thing, our big plays, let the kids go make the plays. You know, take what's there sometimes. I know we talked about this game being very important, but now next week, top five matchup, district titles on the line against Underwood. Talk to me just about what Underwood's going to look to establish. Um, about everything. You know, they're very good offense, defense, whatever it is. Um, you know, we watch them on film from seeing other opponents. So they're very, obviously a very, very good football team. Um, and we're, we're excited about opportunity. You know, we're going we're gonna to go in there um, locked in, ready to go, and I'm excited for our guys to be able to have a chance to play for that. And talk to me just about some of the adjustments you want to make for that game against Underwood, because obviously there's a little bit, not really difference in the opponents, but you're going to have a lot more healthy Underwood team. What are some of those adjustments from tonight you're going to want to make? Uh, just, just kind of clean up the, clean up the base, clean up the basics. There's my dogs. They're barking. They're barking at. Me. <laughs> uh, just you know, clean up the basics, the ball security, things like that too. Because you know, if you're blocking things where you know, it's a slimmer defense, that maybe hey, we gotta be uh -huh. anticipating this and be able to make some adjustments right away. The other thing I want to talk about too, coach, talk to me about the communication here tonight. How do you feel it was against both the offense and defense, and how do you feel that they read that offense tonight? Oh, uh, pretty good overall. I felt, I felt like it was pretty good. I thought the coaching staff um, did a pretty good job too. I know a couple of trusted the coaches a couple of times. Like I wanted to call or timeout, and they're like, "No, I like this." I'm like, "All right," and then boom, <laughs> you know. So I, I think two touchdowns call, came on, on plays where I was like, eh, "I don't know." And then so I sometimes that's got to be quiet. Let them do their thing. They, they, yeah. do, yeah, they do a great job. One last thing before we let you go, because we both have a long road trip home here tonight. Um, you had guys coming in that maybe had another opportunity to show themselves later on in this game, and I think Doug put it the right way. You expect a lot of things from everybody, whether it's the third string or the first string. You expect a lot of guys, but you're their biggest supporter because I saw a hit right towards the end of the game and you were out about five yards yeah. on the field was, just hyping awesome. him up you know, I, we were, I, me and coach Stevens run the scout team D and you know we, we, we coach those guys up and we help them with just football and seeing them have success there was just, was, just, was just fantastic absolutely well coach we both have a long road yeah. trip home we'll let you go and uh, again congratulations here tonight awesome thanks a lot thanks a lot Tyler have a good drive safe home absolutely again coach Ryan Steinkamp victorious here tonight Kemper Knights defeat trainer 42-7 to we'll turn it back to the studio on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show right here 1380 AM 95.1 FM KCIM and kick 106.7. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Start your new career in aerospace. Located in Carroll, Collins Aerospace is hiring for machinists and manufacturing technicians to make parts for airplanes and helicopters. We offer competitive wages, including a $3,000 sign-on bonus and exceptional benefits. At Collins, you'll work with CNC machines and advanced manufacturing technologies in a safe, clean, and climate-controlled work environment. Apply online at jobs.collinsaerospace.com. Collins Aerospace, we make flight possible. 
Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Hot buy savings going on right now at Pringer's Slumberland. Matt, what's on sale? Currently, we've got the Ryle sofa on sale for $3.99, the Bladewood recliner for only $2.99. If you're in the market for a bedroom set, we've got the Laguna Queen metal bed for only $4.19. Or if you're in the market for some bunk beds, we've got a set for only $3.19. Some great savings going on with these hot buys right now at Pringer Slumberland. Remember, they can help with financing, too. Pringer Slumberland, 1318 Highway 30 West in Carroll. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the ESAC Raiders, Eric McCullough. Raiders were victorious tonight by a score of 21-14 over Maple Valley. Anthony Otto Charter Oak Ute. Coach, uh, nice win for you tonight. Yeah, Drew, you know, this was a... This was a must-need um, this week. You know, it's been uh, been a long year last year without one, and it's been a rough season so far. And uh, the boys just never gave up and uh, never gave hope. <clears throat> and I tell you what, it was a heck of a game tonight, 21-14. Um, it could have really went either direction. And uh, I think at uh, halftime we were down 14-7. Um, we came out, we kicked off, uh, caused a fumble, had great field position, um, was able to score. Uh, and then it kind of went back and forth a little bit. Then we put, out, put together a nice little drive. Um, we scored again, got the extra point, so we were up 21-14. Um, they got together. They hit a long pass play, kind of set up. I believe they got down to the two-yard line. Um, then they had two motion penalties, uh, and it was third down. Um, and then we had a big tackle. And then we had a kind of a knockdown in the end zone. Um, so we got the ball back and there was, uh, less than a minute 40 left when they got, when we got the ball back at that point. Um, so of course we just tried to run three plays and they loaded up the box. Uh, we got the clock down to nine seconds. Um, uh, we punted from our, I believe it was our 20 yard line. Um, had a nice punt. Uh, Sam Julian did a nice job all night. Uh, on, a, on a sprained ankle, um, but we got a nice punt off. Uh, they got the the ball, I believe, with about four seconds, so they had one play. Of course, a couple t- timeouts back and forth, and uh, we had a nice little knockdown. <clears throat> they uh, our our boys did a nice job on defense and knocked the ball down, and uh, we were able to walk away with the, with the win. So, what was the mood like in the locker room, Coach? Uh, it's got got to feel great, obviously for you, but for the, for the players as well. Yeah, Drew, we never made it to the locker room. We stayed out on the field, and uh, 
let the boys celebrate a little bit, you know, and, and the other thing that goes, you know, good this week is homecoming week. Um, so there's activities planned and there's things all today. Um, and sometimes, you know, as a coach, you, you get you're a little worried about homecoming week, but I, I think the last couple of years it's really helped us. Um, just some of the things that our community has done with the Raider Nation and our, our staff and our student council stuff, did a great job of just trying to get some school spirit. And I think that was a, a big thing for our boys this week. Um, to get them ready, get them excited. Uh, we're able to fight, so we let them kind of be on the field for a while. We uh, took them back to school and um, let them have their game night tonight. Sounds awesome, Coach. Uh, you did get a couple linemen back tonight. Was that was that part of the difference? Uh, that was huge. Um, you know, nothing against our guys that try to fill in. They're just young. Um, they just need a little bit more work, a little bit more reps. Um, so we get our couple of our older guys back. Um, I think we maybe threw, I have to look at the stats, Drew, but I, I don't think we even attempted maybe five passes. Um, we just ran the ball all night. <laughs> we made some adjustments this week um, with kind of our offense and, and scheme-wise, uh, try to get some other guys involved in the run game, and, and that, that was a big thing for us. Um, between uh, Luke Wright, at quarterback, and uh, uh, Charlie Vite at our wing back, and we had uh, our tailback between Landon Grindle and, and uh, Logan Schrader. They did a nice job of of keeping them off, and, and the coaches did a nice job of calling and kind of working both sides. Uh, Maple Valley's, I mean, they're a good team. Uh, they're kind of the same situation that we are. I mean, they had some really tough players. Um, their tailback, he had a heck of a night. Uh, I had to look and see what his numbers were. But last year they had a big receiver uh, that was a junior, so he was coming back, and we knew last year he beat us. I mean, caught a couple passes over top of our guys, so we tried to change some things up that way. Um, that caught us a couple times just because we put some guys in some different positions just to try and get more of a body matchup. Um, and they just probably didn't have as many reps they need to. Um, but we never broke. We, we bent a little bit, uh, but we never really broke down. So it was really good to see our kids be able to bounce through those that adversity and, and be able to finish strong. So with the run game, were you attacking them on the edges or were you able to run between the tackles? What was your, your best play? <laughs> um, we were able to do all, really, quite honestly, we were able to do all of it. The, our first drive, I think, was uh, 12 plays for maybe like 70 yards, and we just went tackle, one side tackle, the other side, outside, back to tackle. tackle. I mean, we were able to kind of keep them off balance. I think it caught them off, too, because it was uh, some formations that we hadn't run yet um, this year, so they weren't ready for it. But um, they went from their 4-4 to a 5-3, um, but we were still able to get outside, and we were still able to run a little bit of quarterback stuff off tackle. Um, but that makes a difference on having um, our bigger linemen up front, our older linemen. You know, they're just a little bit more physical. Uh, that, that just kind of makes things a little bit easier, too. Defensively, did they show you anything when they were on offense that, that was different, or was it kind of what you expected? No, I, you know, I was a little nervous about their, uh, their option game. Their quarterback is a heck of a runner, too. Uh, they had a really big fullback, um, and they ran it out of a gun look, kind of a spread look. Um, <clears throat> and their their tailback, uh, he had a heck of a game too, man. As for a sophomore, he he really hit the line hard. Um, we struggled with that a little bit in our three four, but our, our kids again made adjustments. We got some personnel changed around a little bit, um, and I was really happy. I told the kids, um, I think we defended that their triple option look uh, better than we have for a lot of years um, because we we had hits on everybody, and they maybe gained a one or two yards. 
Uh, that was a play that was, we were a little worried about. I mean, because that could be tough to defend, uh, especially when you're not as big. And uh, But we got to our spots, and the kids did a nice job. I mean, they hit a couple big passes on us, um, but nothing that, that that was devastating, you know, um, that, that we've kind of seen earlier in the year. So, and, and we talked about that with the kids, too, is uh, you can look at our schedule, how tough it was, the competition we played, but that, that prepared us for this situation. Um, and, and it's hard to kind of look at sometimes, but, uh, you know, I think it got our, got our guys ready. So next week, uh, West Monona, I would think you would feel like that's another team that you can definitely hang with, if not, if not obviously beat. Um, and you've still got something to play for as well. Absolutely, Drew. You know, that's what's crazy to look at, the, the way the, the Athletic Association is set up now. You know, th- this week could extend our season. Um, and West Monona, they were a really good team last year. They had a lot of speed, um, but they graduated a lot of those guys, and, and they're struggling too. I mean, Maple Valley got them last week. I believe it's twenty four sixteen. So we got some things we have to definitely prepare for and, and get better at. But you know, getting that win uh, makes coming back on Monday a little a little bit easier, um, a little bit more. You know, kind of jump in your step a little bit and a little more focus. Uh, so when we, we get to play at home too, I mean, to finish the season with two home games in the regular season, that helps. Um, and I think the kids will be ready. I told them they can celebrate tonight and it's back to work tomorrow. Absolutely coach. You know what coach enjoy this one. It's well-deserved for your staff, yourself and the players as well. I want to hey, thank you. We, pre- we appreciate it. Thank you, Drew. Absolutely. You've been listening to head coach Eric McCullough of the ESAC Raiders who were victorious tonight by a score of 21-14. I'm Drew Derrickson for the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. And we welcome you back into the studio. It's the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Things were rough for Jeff Blankman, so you got the New Way Finance Manager on the air tonight helping you out. My name's Tom Hawkapp. Glad to have you with us as we take a look at those area scores again for you. Class 3A District 1, Carroll falls to MOC Floyd Valley 14-0 to tonight. 
Sioux Center defeats Heelan 29-7. Carroll is at Sioux Center next weekend. Sergeant Bluff Luton defeats Boyden Hall Rock Valley 34-12. Class 1A District 8, we heard from Coach Steinkamp earlier. Kemper defeats Trainer 42-7. Underwood over West Monona 56-0. Underwood and Kemper will meet for a top 5 undefeated matchup next Friday night at the Carroll Football Stadium. East Zach picks up their victory, 21-14. to Congratulations to Coach McCullough, who we just heard from. Class 1A, District 2, Woodward Granger defeats South Central Calhoun this evening, 49-20. to South Central Calhoun is in the playoffs, but they will be on the road in that opening round. Still no word from South Hamilton, Manson Northwest, Webster. Eagle Grove rolls over Belmont Clemmy, 60-8. to Belmont Clemmy and South Central Calhoun meet up next Friday night. Class A District 8 action. Lawton Bronson over IKM Manning 20-13. Westwood Sloan defeats Missouri Valley 48-16. An overtime thriller between Woodbury Central and Tri-Center as Woodbury Central gets the two-point victory 36-34. AHSTW defeats Loma 40-0. Eight-man action, District 1, Remsen St. Mary's over Arweva, 75-0. Newell Fonda defeats Glidden Ralston, 62-6. Kingsley Pearson over River Valley, 63-0. No score for the Woodbine Siouxland Christian that goes in District 1 and District 10. The rest of District 10 has West Harrison defeating Audubon, 35-26. Cam Anita over Coon Rapids Baird, 68-14. And Exira Elkhorn Kimbleton defeats Booyer Valley, 57-7. Another interesting score out there for you. It was uh, Harlan defeating ADM. That was number three and number two. Harlan came in number three into that one. Harlan defeated ADM tonight 42-7. to Harlan's own loss is to the Class 4A number one team, Lewis Central. Humboldt is number one in Class 3A. They pick up a 31-6 victory over Gilbert. Coming up, we'll hear from Coach Craig Lynch on how things went for the Glidden Ralston Wildcats. You're listening to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show on 1380 KCIM 951 FM and Kick 1067. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. The radiology department at St. Anthony Regional Hospital wants to remind you that October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast cancer is the second most common cancer among American women, with skin cancer being the most common. One in eight women will have breast cancer in her lifetime. But here's the good news. There are over 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the U.S., 
Screening mammograms save lives by early detection of cancer before any signs or symptoms begin. Breast cancers detected early are the most treatable and have the best outcomes. The American College of Radiology recommends annual mammograms beginning at age 40. For women under 40, talk with your health care provider about your personal and family history to see if breast cancer screening should begin earlier. Please call the radiology department at 794-5202 to schedule your mammogram. We understand that life is busy and have extended hours until 7 p.m. each Wednesday in October for more flexible scheduling. Always look to the cross. Always St. Anthony. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the Glidden Ralston Wildcats, Craig Lynch. Uh, Wildcats did fall tonight to New Fonda. Uh, 62 to six, uh, coach. Another tough one tonight. Um, what were your 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 first take from the game? Well, we we played a really good football team tonight. Uh, obviously, they they've been uh, highly rated all year. Um, you know, came in coming off a, probably a pretty stinging loss for them last week, and uh, you know, the first half that that just kind of showed. We we came out, um, we looked a little intimidated, and uh, we kind of played that way, and uh, you know, and things got away from us pretty early. <clears throat> so offensively, um, game plan going in was to run the ball. Were you having any luck with that tonight? No, uh, we we really weren't. We we weren't winning the line of scrimmage early. Um, we kind of changed in the middle. I, I thought our passing game actually uh, was a bright spot tonight, uh, all night, including in the first half. I thought. We protected Colby Wallace well, and I thought Colby uh, really gained some experience tonight in the pocket. Uh, he threw the ball well, found different receivers. So, you know, we went in trying to establish that running game and, and shorten the game, and <clears throat> that just didn't work for us. But uh, that passing game was a bright spot. Uh, defensively, what were they doing to you to, to stop the run game? Well, they, they just, you know, uh, Physical. They played really physical in the first half, and we didn't. Basically, that's what that came down to. Uh, they had a little more success in the second half when you know the guys decided that it was time to get after it. But uh, first half, uh, you know, they 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 just whipped us. That's all there was to it. Defensively, um, what were you seeing from them when they had the ball? Well, they just they run the ball well. A very dynamic quarterback, um, very good athlete. Um, so they they definitely have a lot of weapons. Um, they just they, they they do a lot of pulling up front. Um, again, they they're more physical at point of attack um, at the line of scrimmage, and, they, and it showed early. So uh, they just kind of ran it at us, and uh, we we just didn't have it uh, to stop them. Uh, especially in the first half. Second half, as I thought, we picked it up. Our physicality picked up. Uh, we challenged the kids to, to show us something, and, and I thought they did second half. They came out and 
played a lot better, played a lot more physical, which which was at least that that was satisfying. What were some of the bright spots on your offense, uh, statistically wise, this evening? Uh, offensively, just bright spots. We we just I, I thought Colby uh, threw the ball really well. Uh, I, I I both sides of the ball, both offensively and defensively. I I think second half um, our our kids probably grew up quite a bit and uh, just realized sometimes you, you just got to go out and play. You got to match physicality of the other team. Um, so. You know, I, I guess I, we kind of came out with that, um, and and we're gonna have to do that again next week. We we see Rams and St. Mary's next week, so uh, our physicality is gonna have to take even uh, a couple more steps ahead. Special teams wise, how did the special teams do tonight? Uh, okay, I mean it, we we did give up a punt return, which I wasn't very happy about, but uh, otherwise, um, for the most part, they were solid. So looking ahead to Remsen, um, number one team in the state, um, what's the message for the kids going into next week? Well, you, you just, you, I mean, it's a challenge, right? It, it's an opportunity, it's a challenge. Uh, our message to them is we want to see a lot more of what we saw in the second half tonight and a lot less of what we saw in the first half. You had seniors playing their last home football game. Um, you want them to go out there and, and feel like uh, – you know, they played as hard as they could and left everything they had out there. And you want the other kids to step up a little bit and uh, make sure that they make that last experience uh, a positive one for those seniors. I mean, our our kids know this is a challenge. Um, we just want to compete. We want to show we can compete. Looking forward to the opportunity. Um, what, what's a couple things uh, going into this week in practice that, that you'd like to see them work on? Well, I just think you, you you just keep getting better. You know, we, we got a lot of young kids that we're playing. They're getting a lot of valuable experience. So we don't generally we've been teaching uh, all year long, and, and we'll do that right up to the last play of practice. And, uh, we, individually, every everybody on our team's got to work to get better, and, and we hope we see that. So I know you've said in the past that the line play's gotten considerably better. Were there any other areas where you've seen some good improvement? Well, I just. Kids understand the schemes. Uh, kids understand the idea of what we're doing, which is key, because um, then they know where they fit in. And I think they're understanding uh, the concepts and ideas behind both our offense and defense. And, you know, that'll serve them well going forward for the class. For the most part, everybody's bought into this. You haven't had to change anything. You've been able to just to push forward with what you've been doing. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that that's what we do. I mean, uh, that's what we know as coaches. Um, you know, we, we do some variations, but um, that's what we do best, and, and our kids, they, they're getting better at it. Uh, when you look at, uh, I'm sure you've seen a little bit of Remsen already on film, but uh, is there any weaknesses there or anything, any place where you feel like you can, you can, you know, have some success? Well, there are not many weaknesses, obviously. I mean, that's why they're number one. I don't think they uh, have quite the team speed they had last year, but it's still adequate, but uh, now you're watching. There's not a lot of weaknesses, so uh, you know you, you got to make sure that uh, they can make they can, they can turn a small mistake into a big mistake, and you, you just try to you got to go into the thing, try to stay turnover free, and try to control the football. Defensively, is there any any way do you, do you do you try to force them 
to, to try to throw the ball, or, or what do you feel like the best way to attack them when you're on defense? I don't know. you got to get pressure on them. Um, with anybody, if they're going to throw the ball, we want to get pressure on them. But I, I'd much rather push them to pass than, than watch team run up and down the field on us. So, you know, we're, we'll prepare to stop both, but uh, hope to slow the running game down um, first and foremost. All right, Coach, thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate it, and good luck next week. Uh, you've been listening to head coach of the Glidden Ralston Wildcats, Craig Lynch of the Wildcats that fall tonight to Newell Fonda by a score of 62-6. to I'm Drew Derrickson for the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Come back. To the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the Ottoman Wheelers, Sean Burks. Wheelers did fall tonight to Wes Harrison by a score of 35-26. Close to t- coach at tight ball game. Uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, you know, Wes Harrison's good. We knew we'd get a, a physical. Uh, you know, they're athletic. They were going to play hard. Uh, it was a it was a good battle. Uh, unfortunately, we came out on the wrong side of it. We can definitely learn a lot and grow a lot from it. Um, but we we didn't do enough to earn a win tonight, and hats off to those guys. They moved to seven and zero. They win a district title, and you know they've got fireworks going off and blasting. We are the champions, and everything else uh, that they earned, and it's, uh, you know it kind of stings a little bit, but it's supposed to. You know, it's we're not where we need to be, and we we didn't play good enough. And it's uh, it was a very uh, vivid vivid memory of uh, maybe if we're going forward in the off season, they carry with us. Offensively, what was the game plan tonight heading into this one? Well, we wanted to run the ball first and foremost. Thought we could throw it if we uh, at times, but um, you know, obviously, we wanted to run the ball like we always do. And 
We, you know, we, we ran the ball pretty well in the first half. They made a few adjustments, and hats off to those guys. We didn't make the unnecessary adjustments to respond in the second half like they did. Uh, we came out in the first, second half, first play, had a turnover, uh, had a three and out, uh, and had a safety on uh, you know, our first three drives. So uh, just, just not good enough execution early on, and it was just too little too late after that. First half, we moved it pretty well. Uh, second half, we did end up getting one touchdown late, uh, touchdown pass to Evan Hall. Um, that was, we missed the two point. That would have cut it down to seven points. Uh, we missed the two point to keep it at nine points and then didn't recover the onside kick and they were able to run the clock out from there. Offensively, who were some of the standouts tonight? Oh, uh, you know, Edward, Edward Miller, uh, had three touchdown catches in the, all in the first half. He had all three, you know, we were up 20 to 19 at the half and, his three touchdowns were all three scores. So, uh, nice job by Edward. Uh, he caught a, a long pass. Um, he caught a reverse pass from Evan, and he caught a little play action underneath. So it's kind of a variety of different things. Finished the night with you know five or six catches and three touchdowns. Um, excited for Edward. He had, he had a nice night. Defensively, uh, what were they doing on offense? Uh, he, their tailback had 31 carries, uh, 100 and some yards. Uh, they were they were trying to find some cutbacks and some creases. We missed a lot of tackles early, but and a lot of gaps weren't being filled. We shored that up, hit them for a couple big tackles for loss. Um, we started doing a better job as the game went on. Defense settled in better in the second half. Unfortunately, offense didn't carry our weight in the second half. Um, but I thought once we kind of figured out how to fill those run gaps, we did a lot better job. We did allow a couple leaks in coverage in the past coverage, unfortunately. Um, but I, I thought as the game went on, we, we really did start defending the run a little bit better. One point lead at half. What were some of the adjustments that Wes Harrison made to, to kind of change the outcome of this game for you? Uh, yeah, they changed kind of what they were doing defensively. Uh, they moved some guys around. They did more of a kind of a pressure look. They really tried to pin their ears back, and uh, that, that kind of gave us some fit. They have two really good defensive ends and a really and so that that really they it really changed what we were doing there we weren't able to maintain blocks you know there's a big open there had no linebackers at times they were all in the defensive line and we were hit one you know hit hit one crease and we're gone but unfortunately their d-line just shed blocks and we were not able to to, to make them pay and that that really was the difference in the game they took an aggressive stance and it worked for them was this something that they'd shown on film, or was this something you hadn't seen before? No, it was not something we'd seen on film. We'd seen some other teams that did it to us, and you know, Cooner Happens was one that we exploited, so we really didn't think anyone was going to. But the way they, the way they executed, just how physical the two Evans get kids are, that was kind of the difference. Their defensive ends really, really squeezed it down hard, and their guys on the inside did enough to maintain as well. So they really just they just got in the backfield too quickly and got off blocks. Special teams-wise, how'd you do tonight? Uh, fair. Uh, there was late in the game, uh, probably uh, late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Uh, we were down by one. Um, they were pinned back on a fourth and long. We sent a little pressure after the punt because they'd been struggling with long snaps. Uh, we got washed upfield, and their, their kid had pulled it down and ran for probably 12 yards on a not a design fake punt, but just kind of a react. It was kind of a botch punt, and we, we overran it, and he picked up the first down, and a few plays later they ended up scoring. So 
instead of us having the ball down one after a punt, a couple minutes go by, they get the two-point conversion, we get the ball down nine. That, that was a really, really big swing and uh, you know, a big special teams miscue on our behalf. Next week, you're home against Woodbine. Uh, what's the, what's your thoughts there? Um, if we win, we're in the playoffs. If we lose, we don't. It's pretty simple for us. Uh, they're pretty young. If a young team is kind of dangerous this time of year. They, uh, they're eliminated from the playoffs. They've got nothing to lose. They can do all sorts of things and play spoiler. They like to throw the ball with teams like that. If they get hot on a night, uh, sometimes it's dangerous and eight man as well. So they'll have our full attention. Um, because if, if we don't, our season will be done next Friday night. So, Coach, what do you got to do uh, for this next week as far as practice-wise and, and to improve on to make sure that you win and continue? Uh, we've got we've to do a better job of tackling. We've got to do a better job with our coverages. Uh, a lot of things on defense for sure. Special teams, we've got to shore a few things up. Our return game hasn't been explosive lately. We've got to find a way to get more explosive in the return game. And offensively, we we threw the ball a little bit better tonight. I think that's something we can build on, but we've got to find a way to, to execute the run game a little bit more efficiently next week as well. Looking from week one to week seven where you're at now, um, how has this team grown from then till now? Oh, we're getting better. We're definitely getting better mentally. We're seeing more things. The guys are on the same page. Uh, our playbook's a little more diverse now. We've got a few more things at our fingertips we can do. Execution week in and week out is getting a little bit better. Uh, and tonight, obviously, there's some miscues, but West Harrison's also really good. But I, I feel like we've grown a lot. Uh, we need to keep taking steps, and next Friday is our next opportunity. Next week, Woodbine, chance to win and be in. Coach, thank you for your time tonight, and good luck next week. I'm Drew Derrickson from the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Join our healthcare team and thrive in a rewarding career and positive team environment at Manning Regional Healthcare Center. We are currently hiring for a laboratory director and offering a $10,000 sign-on bonus. This role will manage daily operations of the lab and ensure the delivery of safe, high-quality, cost-effective services consistent with the needs of the hospital. For more information, call 712-655-2072. To apply, visit www.mrhcia.com careers. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 KCIM 95.1 FM and KICK 106.7. Quick look at the local scores, and then we'll check in with Coach McCarville before we get to the end of the show. 
Carroll falls tonight to MOC Floyd Valley 14-0. Kemper picks up the victory over Trainer 42-7. South Central Calhoun loses to Woodward Granger 49-20. IKM Manning falls to Lawton Bronson 20-13. Eight-man action. Rampson St. Mary's defeats Arweva 75-0. Newell Fonda against Glidden Ralston. Newell Fonda wins 62-6. Ottoman falls at West Harrison 35 to 26 and Caminita defeats Coon Rapids Baird 68 to 14. That's just a quick look at our area scores. We'll have more coming up but next we talk with Coach McCarvel on the IKM Manning Wolves. Hello everybody and welcome back to Fansville where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Hi, this is Barrett with Flooring America. Whether you're a toe tapper, a shoulder shaker, or a sock slider, every at-home TikToker needs a floor that can handle some fancy footwork. So, if you're looking for a durable, new stage that's kid, pet, water, dance-proof, Flooring America's Floors that perform sale has you covered. Our luxury vinyl gives you a real wood look with durability that works in any home. Shop in-store now through October 30th to enjoy 0% interest on your purchases if paid in full within 18 months. For your new floors, give Flooring America a call for a free measure and free estimate. And get your new floors for less. Make your move over to your local Flooring America today for the easiest way to shop for floors. Flooring America, 1318 Highway 30 West, Carroll. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. See store for details. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Erickson. Now joining me, head coach of the IK Manning Wolves, Corey McCarville. Wolves did fall tonight at home to Lawton Bronson by a score of 20-13. to 13. Coach, a tight ball game. Uh, what were your initial thoughts? Well, we got off to a really slow start. You know, we... You know, I don't even know. How, I got to go back and watch tape, but I know we punted six or seven times at least in the in the first half. We just really weren't able to ever get anything going in the first part of the game. You know, we wanted to get off to a fast start, and we weren't able to do that. We really wanted to control the line of scrimmage. We really wanted to control time of possession. You know, we really wanted to control things with our running game, and we just we just never could get our running game off the ground and running. Um, you know, we fell into a thirteen nothing hole. In the first half, um, we were able to hit on a couple of really nice pass plays um, right at the end of the second quarter. You know, we, that was, you know, coach made a comment that you know we were in our two-minute drill right at the end of the first half, and we were able to get a we were able to get a score right before half. And you know, we were down seven to thirteen at half, and we 
you know, liked where we were. We had a lot of, you know, a little bit of a spark. Um, unfortunately, you know, we kicked off the second half and Bronson went down and scored, you know, kind of a nice play and a nice drive for them. Seven plays, you know, 62 yards for a touchdown. Um, you know, we were able to kind of battle back and forth, uh, the rest of the half. You know, Ross Kuzel, um, scored right away at the early part of the fourth quarter and, you know, we were down, we mixed it, missed the extra point. We were down 13 to 20. Um, we were, you know, we had a lot of energy and a lot of spark. Um, we were able to put together a couple more drives and, you know, the, right after Ross scored and we kicked off, um, we had a, you know, kind of a squib kick right along the sidelines and I thought our guy was in bounds with it and the official disagreed and said he was out of bounds and, you know, we just had a couple of things just not go our way tonight and we, you know, I can't question how hard the, the kids fought and I'm really proud of the effort that they had tonight. We just, we were just a little bit short. You talked about the beginning of the game, um, several punts. Uh, what were they doing on defense uh, to to thwart your offensive goals? Well, you know, they were just a lot quicker off the ball than we were. They we were really were never able to establish the line of scrimmage. So they uh, we had a lot of guys just you know they they just kind of manhandled us up front at the beginning of the game. Uh, we just you know have to watch tape and see what we needed to adjust. But yeah, they just. Their, their, their D-line is pretty big. You know, I think they're all over 260 pounds. So we were giving up a lot of weight and we just, we just really could never get an established push on them. So that's, that's, you know, we had to kind of go to a, more of a passing attack. You know, it's pretty uncharacteristic for us to attempt 26 passes, but that's what we had to do. So, and I, we were right there at the bitter end. So I can't fault the kids effort. 26 passing attempts. Um, did you have some success though with that in the air? Yeah, you know, we finished 13 to 26 for 157 yards in the air. For us, that's quite a bit. Um, you know, it's, I, I prefer to be you know, a little bit more balanced between the run and the pass, but, you know, it's, it's what you got to do. So the main thing is the kids fought hard. They showed a lot of heart, a lot of energy, a lot of spark. You know, we were able to figure some things out, and I'm really proud of their effort. Defensively, what did you see from Lawton's offense? Well, yeah, a lot in the spread team. You know, they go four, four wide and trips and things like that quite a bit. Um, we had some guys that I thought played really. I thought Cooper or Purdue played a tremendous game. Uh, Cooper Omar had an interception. Um, you know, I thought Ben Ramsey. You know, he's a freshman linebacker for us. I thought he had a really nice game. Um, you know, they they hit on a couple passes, but you know, when you you throw it deep as much as they throw it deep, you're you're bound to, you're bound to hit on some of them. So, you know, it's just kind of how it went. Special teams wise, how did your team fare? No, I thought it was close. You know, I you know I thought Lane Sams did an okay job punting. They're putting a lot of pressure on him. Um, you know, Reed Henners, you know, another senior for us, he did a nice job. He was one for two on on, on PATs. You know, I thought he yeah, I thought he did a good job. We had some you know return yards. You know, Lane Sams had some kick kick returns, and Eli Dreyer had two nice punt returns, and they gave us an opportunity. And uh, you know, we just got to find a way to capitalize. Uh, next week, uh, Ogden at home. Uh, what are a couple of things you're looking forward to for that matchup? Well, yeah, I know Ogden was like the game of the week in Central Iowa this week. They played Linville Sully, and I, I, I don't think they won. I think they lost, but they're another sprint team. I know they they throw it quite a bit, and you know they've they've put up a lot of points um, in their district games that I've seen so far. I haven't watched a lot of tape on them. You know, kind of going week to week, but I know they're well coached, and they have a lot of really good athletes, and they're they're putting up some points and. 
you know, we had a, a pretty good game with them last year, so we're going to have to go back and watch some tape and figure out what they do and what we think we can do to exploit them. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, I think it'll be a good game. What are some areas you'd like to see your team improve on this week in practice? Well, I, I'll i have to watch the tape, but the biggest area of growth that we need is, is, is O-line play. You know, we, you know, we really kind of pride ourselves and emphasize that we won't be able to establish the line of scrimmage, and we just we just flat didn't do it tonight. Um, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look at some things, and we're gonna have to you know, figure out what we need to do to establish the line of scrimmage a little bit more than we did tonight. Besides the line of scrimmage, what's some other things you'd like to see from your skill set on the offensive side? Well, you know, we're gonna have to find some ways to get guys in space. Obviously, um, you know, we got to polish things up. Uh, you know, I thought Ross Kuzel did a nice job throwing the ball tonight. He was still late on some throws. Um, but, you know, that's the biggest thing. we still got to get some improved timing in the passing game. Defensively, what would you like to see them improve on? Well, the biggest thing, is, as as we've noticed all year, is tackling. There was, you know, even some big plays tonight where we just, um, you know, we had guys wrapped up and we just, you know, they, they broke out of some tackles. Um, we're going to have to continue to improve in the secondary. You know, they did hit on some long passes. We're in a great position. we just got to be able to make take that next step and, you know, knock the ball down, intercept it. You know, just make a play. You know, we were we were a lot closer in this one than what the I, even the stats or the score indicated. Uh, week one, the week eight, coach. Um, How has this team grown and, and improved? Well, I think you know we 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 had to play a lot of young guys, and I think they've gotten a lot better. And you know, I think the seniors have you know made plays at times, and they've done a nice job. And they should be really proud of the effort that they had. Um, you know, we have improved. We have we have gotten better um, from day one to day now, and that's the that's really going to be an important part. And, and hopefully, the guys and I'm really going to stress this a lot moving forward is you know we really got to get a lot you know physically stronger, a lot more athletic, and the guys really going to have to dedicate themselves in the winter and the summer and the winter to getting you know bigger, faster, stronger. Coach, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, best of luck uh, next week. You've been listening to the head yep. coach Corey McCarville. For the IK Manning Wolves, I'm Drew Derrickson for the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. October means harvest season, and that means Haley Equipment has extended their hours. Monday through Friday, Haley Equipment is now open until 7 p.m. Whether it's making chains and hoses or any other service you need, Haley Equipment's extended hours will keep your operation up and running this harvest season. And as we approach the end of the scoreboard show, I want to thank uh, Drew Derrickson for helping out. Also, all of the coaches for taking time out of their busy nights to make sure the scoreboard show could go on with their input. Also, our friends at Fairway brought in some uh, sandwiches to help get us by this evening. So again, thank you to Fairway for those midnight snacks, as I'll call it. Here is one more look at the local scoreboard as we'll start off in class, uh, or excuse me, eight-man District 10. West Harrison defeated Audubon 35-26. Cam Anita over Coon Rapids Baird 68-14. Exira Elkhorn Kibbleton over Booyer Valley 57-7. And Woodbine defeated Siouxland Christian 68-16. In District 1, Remsen St. Mary, 75, Arweva, 0, Newell Fonda, 62, Glidden Ralston, 6, Kingsley Pearson shut out River Valley, 63 nothing. Woodbine over Siouxland Christian again in that one, 
Class A District 8, Lawton Bronson over ICAM Manning, 20-13. Westwood Sloan downs Missouri Valley, 48-16. Woodbury Central over Tri-Center in overtime, 36-34. And AHSTW defeats Loma, 40-0. Class 1A District 2, Woodward Granger over South Central Calhoun, 49-20. Eagle Grove downs Belmont Clemmy, 60-8. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper 42, Trainer 7, Underwood over West Monona 56-0. If you want to see a top five matchup in a district championship battle, head out to the Carroll Football Stadium next Friday night where Kemper meets up with Underwood. East Sac will go on the road to West Monona after beating MVAOCOU 21-14 tonight. If they can get the victory over West Monona, there's a spot in the playoffs for the East Sac Raiders and Coach McCullough. Also, Carroll falls to MOC Floyd Valley, 14-0. Sioux Center over Helan, 29-7. Sergeant Bluff Luton defeats Boyden Hall Rock Valley, 34-12. Thank you for listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. It'll come your way again next week, 10 to midnight on Friday night. Thank you, and have a great evening. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. KCIM Western Iowa Weather. Clear.